Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, welcome to this week's uh, Must Your Music podcast. I'm sitting here with Jason Lipschutz. What's going on, man? Hey, and Erica Ramirez. Hi there. And we have a sort of special edition of the podcast. I don't want to say incredibly special but we're gonna we're gonna focus on our picks for song of the summer but not so much like the ones that we all know and have heard a million times already like Wiz Khalifa there's a Um, twist there's a twist it's gonna be sort of under the radar picks that being said we are talking about some some pretty big names just some songs that you know haven't been like bandied about as the 2015 song of the summer contender yet we've got a great poll up on the site if you want to vote for what the song of the yeah. summer is. Uh, just if you're a One Direction fan who hasn't seen it yet. Spoiler alert, your vote will not affect what becomes Don't the song of the summer. tell them that. But it's a good way of just saying, hey, I like One Direction, and I'm going to vote for a One Direction song a I million like, times. Who are you saying hey to in there? When you say, hey, I'm a One Direction fan, just just in general? That's just, To the yeah. world? That's hey, what I'm, world? I'm saying, hey, yeah. world. Right. Anyways, nice. that, anyways, so yeah, Song of the Summer. Let's start with uh, one of Jason's picks. Uh, if you can, can you remember the name of it? Yeah, El- it's been a long, <laughs> I literally, before we started recording, I was like, what's the name of this song again? It's been a long day. I, I, I've been all over today, but I'm here. Hey, guys. what's uh, What are we that, starting with? I have, two, start I have with, two songs. Let's start with Elephant, Love Me Better. Elephant. Elephant, Elephant. yeah, one of my favorite under the radar pop artist i loved elephant song with moo last year one more i think we talked about it on this we show talked about it in the podcast I really good song loved that song and this song i i gotta I'm, I'm gonna steal a line from pop justice who who reviewed this song and said that this is what everyone wants rihanna to sound like in the summer of 2015 Ooh. i go with the no Erica who, who was a writer? Too, uh, give me their Twitter handle. Disgusted face, as if <laughs> she's standing for American oxygen. I am not. I am standing for this. Song. I'm not standing for Mexican oxygen. <laughs> hey, it's okay. Sorry, go ahead. Um, Just keep eating my skittles. Go for it. This is this is such a fun. I used to use the word fun. Why right. would they say that? Like, wh- what is it about you, the song? I've never seen you look more horrified, and that because like it's I, a very. It's a very understandable I, thing. You know, I'll be honest. I, I heard this song and I just forgot how it sounds like. So, wow. I mean, you I think I have like an idea. Not even firing shots. You're like shooting missiles today. <laughs> okay, I'm, you know what? I'm just going to think about <laughs> all everything I just said. Go ahead. Wow. So, Erica, I, I take it you don't like this song. 
Well, I forgot about it, so it's clearly forgettable. Wow. That (laughs) that is uh, an apt description for something you forgot about, that it is forgettable. So I can't be wrong. Um, No, I I don't. But I honestly don't remember what it sounds like, and I did listen to it the whole way. Wow. But I think what annoys me of that comment (laughs) (laughs) is because I like what Rihanna's been doing. I know I'm not a fan of American Oxygen. I'm actually a fan of a snippet that she put on Instagram of a song called Higher. And it just sounds very, I like the acoustic feel to what, of what Rihanna's going for. And like this like pop R&B thing that she just keeps getting better at. So, but I don't want her to go too like, I don't know, too pop, I guess. And I, I feel like this song was, from what I remember, was like very <laughs> popish and super like. From what I remember bright. an hour ago. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it's a poppy song, but I, I see why they would make a Rihanna comparison because, Boom. like, clearly, Elephant like is like, in like she like does a like fake like reggae voice basically. Well, yeah. you can. I mean, I don't want to like say it's white girl reggae, but she's definitely reggae, white girl reggae influenced. Just said it here on the podcast in the way she's singing, so I can see why I someone can't. like might grab like the island Rihanna thing. That that honestly, yeah, the whole like. Her like fake patois did kind of bug me, but I like the song and I like in the background. There's like these like ringing like really clean guitars, almost U two like. Yeah. Which is weird for like a pop song like this. I hate that you know about music because then you can't really hate. You gotta find reason, Joe. I mean, I mean, I I here's the reason why I agree with that pop justice comment about the Rihanna comparison. I think that sonically it's it's very much what I want to hear from Rihanna. It, it kind of reminds me of the Talk That Talk album in terms of the grinding grinding electronics. Like you said the the very interesting vocal um the vocal cadence. And I don't even think of it as like a fake reggae thing, but I I just think of it more as like the attitude that she brings to the table. Mm-hmm. So that's been there for Elephant for a while, but I think she's finally getting the songs to really match it. And yeah, I, I just think that this is the sort of, I mean, we you came, you said before the show to come with like summer jams. This is like a summer jam to me. This, like, this is, is this is a this is a big song. Like this is it just feels huge where one more felt like a very Erica's giving me so much side eye. It's crazy. Where one more felt very intimate, even though it was Elephant and another artist collaborating it, it felt very small it, but in a good way it, it, it felt like a very wintry song mm-hmm. this feels warm and expansive and totally summery to me am i also crazy to kind of get it sh- okay she doesn't sing like lord at all but for some reason this is like sort yeah. of reminding me of lord yeah it's a little bit like there's a little team in there for sure yeah it's it's definitely like an anthem. Like I that. can I can see like people in that sense like picking up and kind of glomming on to this. Yeah. Whereas like I I like one more better. I like I really like that. Yeah, song. I would say I like one more better than this song too. But I think this is maybe like an easier entry point. Yeah. Or there's just like more to get excited about because you're right. It is like a summery, warm, like bouncy. It's a, it's a jam. Yeah. Erica, Aren't not a fan. Down. Wow. <laughs> how um how is your glass of haterade tasting today? So good. So good. <laughs> Refreshing. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well uh yeah. So put let's put down the haterade for a second. <laughs> Give a listen to Elephant Love Me Batter. No one. Hey. No one loves me better. 
controversial. I was not expecting <laughs> that song from Elephant. What's uh, so funny is that I would expect you to be like to like a metal song that we pick on the show, or but like like this is a very like fun dance pop song. I think it was a Rihanna comment. I think that set it off for me. <laughs> anyway, what's what's next, Joe? Uh, next up, I'm going to go with one of my picks. So we've oh, got yeah. a little man called Nick Jonas oh, and Sage yeah. the Gemini. The song is Good Thing. Yeah. Um, this song is just, I mean, I cannot believe if someone told me a year and a half ago that like not only would Nick Jonas have a successful solo career, but that would be like actually really quality and like genuinely sexy music, I would... I don't even, I mean, I would not believe that person. I would <laughs> be like, yeah, sure, great. And then what, Kevin Jonas is going to be hosting the Oscars next year? Like, no. But <laughs> but apparently Nick Jonas, like, is a legitimate musical talent. I mean, I guess I don't know how much of that is, you know, behind the board stuff. Yeah, but he's, he's like a talented dude. But um, he seems everything I've heard about him is just in terms of, like, musical prowess. Like, his whole, like, even, like, the Nick Jonas and the Administration album, which wasn't very good, like, he did all this stuff, so I, c- I can I can personally vouch for Nick all Jonas right. being like nice. a legit musician. Just side uh, side tangent. So Nick Jonas had the administration. Selena Gomez had the scene. Yep. I want a collaborative album, the administration <laughs> and the, the scene. scene. Now that they've been the left album in the title dust, title is called "Where Are We?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the Spiders from Mars did make an album without Ziggy Stardust or That's David true. Bowie, and that was you know sad. No one no one was happy with that. But but let's <laughs> move forward. Uh, so this Nick Jonas and Sage the Gemini song, Good Thing, uh, it's called Good Thing, but it's not exact. It's not really an upbeat track. It's kind of like a sad, slow mm-hmm. burner, um, almost like a, a dance poppy torch song. It has a really kind of like awesome muffled synthy bass line. It just kind of has this mesmerizing sound. Like there's not a clear hook. Like you don't listen to it once and then it's in your head. But just listening to it the whole time is very... Like, it's it's hard not to hear it and just be, like, captivated by it. And I could see this being kind of more of a late-night driving sort of uh, summer summer classic. 2015 summer classic. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I like this song a lot. And it's interesting because I feel like this is exactly the kind of song Sage the Gemini needs, where his first album had... Um, hits like legitimate hits with uh, Red Nose and Gas Pedal, but uh, Gas Pedal is uh, a great song. It is a great song. I, I feel like if you're not a big rap fan, you don't know who Sage the Gemini is. Would you agree with that, Erica? Yes. So, this is the kind of play that makes so much sense yeah. for him, where he's trying to cross over and get people to actually pay attention to him that aren't big hip hop heads, and I, I think it sounds great. And it's crazy because those songs, the hits that he had, like Gas Pedal, aren't really like your typical rap song that yeah. you could think of like it's it, it they were some of them were like dancey so i'm glad that he's kind of moving in this direction at least to get that attention that he deserves but yeah. i joke with jason all the time that i consider nick jonas the savior of r&b <laughs> <laughs> sorry d'angelo i mean more jokingly i don't want anyone to like hate as much as i hate yeah before um, you crucify her on twitter right she's no, smiling joking. But I do like like this. Um, not I don't know if it's transition because I haven't like followed him when he was with his brothers. Like I don't know if like this is not the music R and B. No, but like I don't know if this is like the persona that he's kind of. If it's as as a as a surprise as it is for me for him to like be this like somewhat like R and B rap fan and actually like perform yeah. at times as if he is like he covers all these R and B songs 
and Kanye's like only one, which is somewhat of an R&B song. And yeah, he did No Type by right. Ray Schremer. And he has like awesome. Tanache on his album or on the remix to Jealous. Like it's as if he has, and he has a very, very soulful like song and the album is pretty much like an R&B pop album. So, I mean, yeah. I think it's very interesting for him to be like transitioning over kind of like seamlessly as if that's just what he's been wanting to do or sound like. So I think that's just like another notch to that is this Sage the Gemini collaboration. That's a great point. And I, I think that it is about who he's aligning himself with as well as his own work. I mean, I, I remember when Justin Timberlake put out his first solo album and you went from thinking, oh, it's the dude from NSYNC to, right. oh, this dude is has the clips and the Neptunes on exactly. his Exactly. It's like Nelly and Pharrell is producing. Like yeah. it's Yeah. So it's almost as if like they already had that in them. Like that's if they wanted to, what they wanted to do yeah. is what I like. It doesn't seem too like out of the ordinary for him. Yeah. All right, well, let's let's listen to it. It's a great song. It's called Good Thing, Nick Jonas, and Sage the latest song from uh nick jonas's abs and <laughs> let's talk about what do we we haven't done an erica one so let's let's move into uh erica chose. pick we've got your song of the summer from a uh, under the radar fellow <laughs> kendrick lamar I, I think i have the most popular artist on this list. hate i hate this song do you really Wait, do you? okay well first off we're talking about I the song wow and i can't even remember it what is this? Oh, you yeah, that's what you're doing. I uh, thought you were being serious. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to fight you for this. Um, Never mind. So <laughs> Eric's pick for Kendrick's, and this is not a single, right? This is just an album track. It may be a single. Maybe I mean, he, so he so. sh- apparently shot a video for it this past weekend. Um, was it for this? this? I saw one. you shooting a new video. I didn't know. If yeah, it was it's for, for All Right. Um, so I believe it will be a single. It should be. Um, yeah. I've heard this a lot in like barbecues and like parties recently and people get super hyped and i just really like like the production of it and how it's led by the production the fact that you also have like a message in the song makes it like a little bit better and it's just i don't know it's just a really feel good song it's not it's still very chill also which is what i like but it could really get people like hyped so and i mean also kendrick's album is really not difficult to digest, but it takes a minute to di- digest. So I think I like that he's taking advantage of the songs that still have a message, but like can actually make people like move, um, yeah. taking advantage of that and like going with it. So then there's like a little bit for everyone pretty much. And I guess including the singles and the album as a whole. And I think All Right does that. It's like a teaser of what the album is in a different type of sound. Yeah, so. I, I think that one of the things that I th- is underrated about Kendrick is his ability to go full-on positive. And you just don't see a lot of rappers, especially, like, quote-unquote, like, I don't want, nah, I, I won't even say, but, like, you don't see a lot of rappers go that way successfully and stay without, like, corniness. Like, mm-hmm. if you think about songs like I, and I know people don't like I, but I love, I love that song. I, yeah. Uh, Real from Good Kid, Mad City, and now this song, I mean, he's actually saying things without having to resort to any kind of negativity, violence, graphic depictions of his own life. And that's all present on his albums. But just to be able to do this and and shed light on this kind of 
overcoming feeling is is really moving yeah what do you think jen um i mean i i like the album but i agree with you it's one of those things i think for a lot of people it's hard to um want to listen to start to finish a bunch of times and um i appreciate just that this song all right is um it's it, it's more than all right. First of all, oh oh I want to edit that out. That was no, just, we're I hate that. myself for saying for that. For sure. Um, yeah. So anyways, the song, it's, yeah, it, it's kind of, poppy is the wrong word, but it is memorable, but it also combines with like some fairly like complicated, like jazzy intro. Like right. this is, it's not exactly like light and, um, you know, his flow is really fast. Um, there's that great like moment where he suddenly stops and then kicks back in. Like it's not like, Oh, this is the pop song on the album. Like as much as I love like swimming pools, like that did kind of stand out as like, Hey, this is the single. Mm -hmm. Whereas this is a melodic, um, you know, easily digestible song that is still like fairly complex. Like there's like a hefty amount of jazz in there and some complicated rapping. So I was going to read a lyric, like imagine being like in, in a like around folks like drinking having a good time and having people scream out i'm effed up homie you're effed up but if god's got us we're gonna be all right like it's like the fact that kendrick has yeah. people saying that like in 2015 at a barbecue and everyone's pretty drunk and still yeah. feeling good like that's you got to give like the kids some credit um, he does great things with pharrell too and it's it's funny because you'd think that he 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 does such a good job of pulling so many people into his world uh, yet you wouldn't really think of him being able to have like a party song with Pharrell right. but he does it so well Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Yeah. All right, well, should we, should we give it a listen? Hey, why not? <laughs> let's do it. So, uh, I can't even remember this song, so let's okay. uh, let's you put it back. You can't do that. <laughs> All right, it's uh, Kendrick Lamar. That was uh, Kendrick's All Right from To Pimp a Butterfly. Let us hop over to another Jason pick. We've got a song from a newcomer, Sam Bruno. The song is called Search Party. Sam Bruno. And yes. all, I, all I know, I mean, I like the, uh, listen, I love this song before... Okay. I toss it over to you. Erica, how do you feel about I this? I do too. Oh, you like this one? 
I really like the wait. It's a girl, right? That yes. sings this. Okay, yes. I don't want to get it mixed up, but I really like her voice on this song. Yeah. So just, yeah, it's interesting because so this song, uh, "Search Party," is the first song from the soundtrack to Paper Towns, uh, the upcoming film. Uh, John Green, who did "The Fault in Our Stars," is another adaptation of a John Green book. Um, and they're kind of positioning this as almost like the boom clap of 2015. I was going to say, it reminds me of boom clap. Yeah. Like, even before I knew that. And obviously, Charlie XCX wasn't an unknown when um, boom clap came out, but Sam Bruno is an, a totally unknown. This is the debut single. And it's just so full of character and full of life. And it's just about getting lost and not being able to be found by anyone or anything. And it's just so beautiful and it's just so and again going back to like the songs of the summer like i could really see the song succeeding in like a meaningful way i like with the elephant song i don't think that's going to be like a hit i think mm. this song really could be like a minor hit i could see top 10 yeah like, just kind of scraping the just kind of getting in there and apparently this this paper town soundtrack it they haven't uh, released the track list yet but apparently it's going to be like you know like a lot of soundtracks in 2015 is going to be a big deal uh, with some really interesting artists on it, but to, to have this be the first single, I think it's a brilliant choice. And yeah, I've been listening to this song. I I, I discovered this song probably last week at some point. I listened to it like all Memorial Day weekend. So I'm glad you guys enjoy as well. Yeah, it was just, it's so like, I've only listened, I just, you know, put it on today after you sent it over. And I, it's just very poppy, very fun. But also, like Boom Clap, like it's a kind of substantive pop. It's not just like a frothy thing that once mm-hmm. it's over, you kind of forget about. Yeah. Um, like like it really, song. like, wow. <laughs> it really, like, wow. it makes me want to return to it. And I also just, you know, there's, I like the echoiness of like the production. There's like, you know, piano and anything with like a clapping beat sort of thing. Yeah. A boom clap beat, you know. Is, yeah, is it's fun. just, I, I love like, it's a good amount of pop. Like, it's, just like enough and it's still like very fun right it doesn't bludgeon you over the head yeah, yeah and what I, what I like about it is that it it's so meticulously made it, it's made by someone who's very mature and and has a very polished sound but it, it still sounds kind of like teenagerhood like it sounds mm-hmm. like kids running around and not being wa- wanting to be caught so it's um it really succeeds to I me like that little storyline you gave it oh uh, you know <laughs> so what are these kids doing that they don't want to get caught do they just like knock off a seven i don't know man i don't know uh i guess we'll have to watch paper towns when uh, it comes out this summer probably won't but <laughs> did you see fault in our stars no i mean i don't i don't mean wow. to say it that way now but keep recoiled. you guys keep but recoiling no, I'm not gonna from me today did you see fault in our stars no you're like the emo queen. You yeah, didn't see like Fault in Our Stars? It just seems like it would be too, like, borderline cheesy. Uh, it was. I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. And I have heard good things about it. It was awesome. And the thing the thing is, you have to see a movie after it. So you don't, like, you don't, like, see, what, what you can't, we did. That's not what you should do. Why, no, but it, it, was, is it too but much? It was, like, it was like a Friday night. We went to see Fault in Our Stars, like, crying all over the place. And then we were like, we can't, like, go home and like be sad let's see lucy so we saw lucy with scarlett johansson you keep like p- 
pushing for Lucy. Like, I feel like... You, really? Yeah. I don't I feel know like if I've ever time, mentioned Lucy. No, I, I've overheard <laughs> conversations where, like, people would say that they're not fans, and you're like, it's so great. Adele yeah. Adele was apparently a big fan of Sorry? Lucy. Adele was a big what? fan. What? Oh, I but, Adele. But I think it's just you and Adele, because it has, like, a 31 on Rotten Oh, that yeah. movie's awesome. I love that movie. Anyways. Um, you just need, like, a movie podcast. Yeah. All right. That's true. Should we should we listen to this or do we have anything to add about Sam Bruno? What what else do we know about her? So she's very mysterious as of right now. Ooh, uh, is she like the weekend when he first came out? Yeah, little shadowy press images. Ooh. No, that actually isn't true, but there there isn't like a lot of biographical information. I, I I've inquired. There isn't that much to know, but I'm sure we'll be finding out in the next couple of weeks. That's All right. Cool. Let's listen to it. Sam Bruno search party. Mimi Adam up um want to highlight a guy who i've liked for a while and he's got a new song from a new album coming out uh it's destroyer real name dan behar yeah um, and he has just been like produce quietly producing like these lovely like start to finish indie classics for like 10 years or something yep and i don't know every time a new one comes out i'm like like at some point he's got to slip and you know, it just it doesn't happen. Like, or at is least he in your Adele. I feel like that's he, how I would talk about Adele. <laughs> um, no, but anyway, so Destroyer has a new song out called, called uh, "Dream Lover." His album, I can't think of the title of it, is coming out in August. But this is just like it's a great like indie song if you kind of grew up listening to classic rock. I think because um, yep. it's just got like a real like Springsteenian feel to it. Um, I mean, the drums sound like Max Weinberg could be playing them from the E Street Band. The horn section sounds like Clarence Clemens. Um, but his voice is, like, totally separate from that. Like, he has this kind of gentle, beguiling way of singing that almost sounds like he's just kind of, like, half-assing is the wrong wor- wrong phrase, but, like, like he's only half-invested in it. Um, and he just he's really does this nice trick. Uh, his last album was almost yacht rocky but he has yeah. this nice trick of uh of having music that's clearly influenced by classic rock but it, it still feels vital and it feels like of its time or like of the of current day whereas like a lot of times you'll listen to something like you know not to throw the great dave Grohl under the bus but like the last foo fighters album very classic rock indebted but you kind of listen to it and you're like well this isn't isn't as good as all the other stuff he's aping so why would i listen to this versus mm-hmm. them Whereas, like, this feels like a great song that is worth listening to on its own merits. Like, it doesn't make you want to listen to older things. It wants to make you, like, explore this further. So Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Destroyer guy as well. Joe, I don't think we've ever discussed Destroyer. I don't Destroyer. think we have, dis- Do you have discussed Destroyer. Should, should I leave for now? <laughs> no, I know you're a big Destroyer <laughs> fan, too. What's your favorite uh, Destroyer album? I think Kaput might be my favorite the last one so good but i really like destroyers rubies yeah wow we're really on the same page we're vibing with this this is great (laughs) erica's (laughs) embarrassed for no i'm I'm not not embarrassed i mean i'm not familiar but yes uh he is just um like whenever i think of like the the word troubadour 
I think of the Dan Dan Behar. Yeah. And this album, Poison Season, is is the is the title of the album. It's Thank coming you. out later this month or later this summer. Sorry, not I think later yeah, this August. Month. But it's um, I mean, this is a great preview of it, and I think that like you're totally right when you say that he doesn't make the same project twice in a row. And, and I just think that some of them, I, I kind of disagree with you that some of them aren't as strong as other ones, but I think that this sounds like it could be among his best just, just based on this. Yeah. But yeah. So the reason I, I picked it for song of the summer ish is I, I feel it has kind of that, um, just nice again, like I said with Nick Jonas, either like a late night driving situation or like a running like working out type thing like this is just you know rock is in a weird place in 2015 and i feel like for me like this is the kind of like summertime rock i would like to listen to mm-hmm. and that i in fact will be listening to mm-hmm. so erica would and what, what do you, what about you think erica? i you know what i listened to the song the whole way That's i want to point that out since i don't usually wow but i um you said something about Joe how like his voice is kind of totally different from like the production, and I feel like that's also why I couldn't really get into it because it's just I don't even know what what's a good word to say. It almost felt like separated, like the way mm-hmm. he sings and like the actual like how strong the production was. I mean, like I I don't know if that's his thing. I mean, like you said, it's very like low. It's got and, that like, sandpaper voice. Which yeah, so takes like a little I bit to get used to. I liked both individually but like i don't know if i could get with it because of how like different it is or how like distant they sound sounds but yeah i feel like yeah i totally understand where you're coming from where it's like it took me a while to get into destroyer when i started listening it's funny because i actually listened to the new pornographers a lot more than i listened to destroyer and that's how i kind of stumbled upon his stuff when i was like who's this guy singing on these new pornographers albums mm-hmm. that's not nico case or ac newman but you know obviously he's he's great on his own yeah i have a weird thing not to not to get with get off on another tangent but like new pornographers are just too poppy for me like wow their sound is like so polished and so like immaculately constructed that i just it, i really like i appreciate it but i don't enjoy listening to it a ton that's fair mm-hmm. but i love solo ac newman and nico case and destroyer so it's it's kind of a weird that's a weird thing situation yeah mm-hmm. i've not met a ton of other people who are in the same who are like you know i don't really dig the new pornographers but i like every solo project <laughs> from the new pornographers Damn, man. um but you know like twin cinema is a great album like i you know, props props to them. Props to Twin Cinema. I think the first the first one is probably my favorite. Mass Romantic, yeah, that's of theirs. Yeah, too. that's probably their best. Well, but. this is uh, oh, now we're I just love it. Keep now going, we're just I'm indie broing out just over indie here. Broing out, um, but we'll leave that to the pitchfork folks. <laughs> yeah, and uh, <laughs> best new podcast, more <laughs> like it. <laughs> um, that would give that joke a four point two. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but let, let's listen to it. We've got Destroyer Dream Lover. We are going to talk about um, 
a song Jamie XX featuring oh, we are Young actually? Thug and okay. Pop Kane. Yes. We so were joking. We're, we're laughing because, uh, well, we should, we should give a disclaimer. So if you are listening to this podcast every week, first off, thank you. You're awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, we talked about this last week, but we also wanted to include this on the special Song of the Summer episode because as far as like kind of under the radar Song of the Summer goes, um, I think both Erica and myself and maybe Jason too yeah. think this is like a, a real contender. It's just so like vibey and like uh, the vibes are. S- anyway, so the song is called um, There's Gonna Be Good Times. Mm-hmm. It's off of Jamie XX's like solo debut. He's the guy from the production guy from the XX uh, and Young Thug. Uh, is on it and pop cane is singing so it's just but yeah anyways yeah i mean i will we talked about it of course last episode but it's just very vibey like i could definitely it's also i think what we talked about this with the other songs like we could see it kind of grow into Mm -hmm. becoming something bigger i'm not sure how big though because of also how vibey it is right um but i think it's something that people should kind of listen to especially over the summer and it's it's just i don't know it's just pretty it's perfect for for the summer it made me like young thug even more and probably for jason whose love for young thug is ever growing but yeah, i love him I, I just i mean i really love the song and i i was a little late to it I'm like a week late so an internet time that's like forever so i feel like it's something that people need to listen to like asap in order to enjoy it just because it's just the perfect season for it what yeah. do you what? I mean, yeah. No, yeah, we talked about it last week. Like, it's it just, uh, it's so fun hearing Young Thug on such a positive, sprightly little song like this after Barter 6, which I, I'm honestly not a big fan of Barter 6. I don't know about you. We've never really discussed it, Erica, but it's a, a little too dark and dour for me. I don't know. I like the song Constantly Hating, uh, which is a song about Erica Ramirez on the Must Hear Music <laughs> podcast. But I think that it's something there's something to be said for young thugs energy and animation and this song just totally captures it yeah i mean like going back to young thugs like energy his the songs that he released before barter barter six were like completely more fun yeah and like like the black portland album they just seemed and even like the remixes with like nikki on it they just seemed more like his style more like free-spirited and very light so i think Maybe that's why I like the song also so much is because it goes back to that energy, that young thug energy that we kind of knew before the album. It's just like yawn, but laugh at the same time. You see how crazy my day is? I'm exhausted. Joey's over this. I think. (laughs) Yeah, he's better wrap it up. Um, Yeah, one one thing I wanted to add about it is since we talked about it last time, um, track down the song It Samples, which is this uh, 70s acapella R&B group from Bed-Stuy called The Persuasions. Yeah. And the song, the original is a 1972 song called Good Times, and highly recommend checking that out on YouTube. I don't actually think it's on Spotify, but um, it's just, I mean, you can tell, you know, this the acapella song Good Times is like the foundation of this song, mm-hmm. and it's just a really, like, beautiful, like, lovely delivered uh well-delivered acapella song and you don't you don't really hear that you don't hear a lot of like r&b acapella on record these days right. um and this is from 1972 so this isn't changing that trend but it's just kind of it's a nice throwback it's worth checking out the original right for sure uh but let's listen to it jamie xx featuring young thug and pop Kane. 
there's gonna be good times. Good times, there's gonna be some good times. Man, we used to pull up and let them fight at that hood time. Remember, I used to grab on that ass when it was about that wood time. It that little bitch walk up tripping, she get that much time. I don't waste time, I don't waste time. I don't have patience, baby. She gon' get on top of the dick and she gon' squish it like squish. Didn't go fast, she speed racing. We go wild, walk to bed. That was Jamie XX. Um, I mean, yeah, otherwise, I, I feel like the one, a couple other things we didn't talk about. I If we hadn't also just done Shamir, I might toss yeah. in Make a Scene or On the Regular into my song of this under, you know, I love, under uh, the radar. Call It Off. Uh, call It Off is great, too. Yeah. I'm so digging that album. Um, I don't know. I mean, what, what, what else do you, you guys? You know, a, a song that we talked about a couple of weeks ago uh, that laney song someone mm-hmm. else oh that soft rock vibe i love it i love that <laughs> I song remember. i listened that Sorry? was the one that was like a I don't remember. group featuring don't remember. members of jars of hate, clay there right? is this song there's this artist named oh, samuel no no stop it i do remember <laughs> <laughs> i know <do> <laughs> uh, that that's definitely a summer jam and trying to think of what else because do you guys think I, and i said this on on twitter and jace uh, responded to a conversation fetty wops my way if it's yeah. going to be as big as trap queen um a lot of people were like yes no and if it was yes because of drake's feature and someone said something about how artists new artists usually don't have or i don't know if it's new artists or rappers new rappers don't usually have two hits at the same time on the billboard chart and I was just like, oh, yeah, maybe not. And JC responded was just like, yeah, uh, Iggy Azalea and Macklemore. Yep. Um, and it's just so hard to believe that they were as new as Fetty Wap. So I guess that's why I was just like a little surprised. But I don't know. I don't know if you, Joe, I don't know if you're familiar with Fetty Wap's My Way. I don't know. If what I heard you, it like do you th- once. Oh, do, okay. Well, do you think it was, I don't know if it's as I catchy think it's great, but as I think, Trap Queen? I think um expecting another fetty wop song to be as big as trap queen would be insane i just think that maybe Damn. someday but trap queen is like number two on the hot 100 like there's just not that many rap songs that right. get there period so i think by the time it could get the momentum to be where trap queen is or close there's going to be so much more music to be to compete with it yeah. that it might not make it but I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it because I feel like Tribe Queen is like a song of a summer, a song you of summer potential. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. definitely up there. I don't think it's the song of the summer. I think it really definitely has potential. You know what song I love, and I don't know if we've talked about this song before, is that Bieber Diplo Skrillex song, Where Are You Now? We didn't talk about it on the podcast. But is that in the You album? The Jack the U, U, yeah. 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 I like the one really with the Luna George on. Yeah, that song's great. I the whole Jack U album is actually kind of yeah. great. But I, don't, I haven't heard the Bieber one. It's, uh, it's rising up the chart, and mm-hmm. I know there's going to be a music video soon, and Bieber's back. Bieber's back, Bieber's baby. Back. <laughs> Bieber's it has been a crazy <laughs> that... I mean, he so he's doing this with Skrillex and uh, Diplo, and then Selena Gomez is like doing a song with Zed, Zed now. Yeah, like I mean, I guess that's that is just kind of the pop climate. It's like yeah, everyone's like, I, I guess we need to do an together. EDM song now. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, I want you to know, Selena Gomez has started stronger, but the Bieber song's creeping up higher now. Yeah, beef. Beef. Song is good. beef. <laughs> um, 
Well, anyways, if you guys have any Song of the Summer recommendations uh, or thoughts on the stuff we listen to, tweet in, let us know. And uh, next week we'll resume with just just regular old boring new music. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk next week. Uh, I I already know what one of the songs I want to talk about that uh, talk about next week. The new Iconopop song. Don't oh, you're giving away some spoilers job, here. I'm gonna hold Jeez. you to that too. No, but that's like a teaser. It's like, ooh, what are our what, what are they new? gonna say about the new say? Iconopop? How dismissive will Erica be? <laughs> one we'll song. find out. All right, we'll we'll tune in next week for the exciting conclusion of what the Must Hear Music podcast thinks of Iconopop's new song. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER.